friends, and welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brian. And we just want to welcome everyone to our podcast, to everyone that is returning, to all new listeners. We are so happy to have you. So hopping into today's episode, I wanted to talk about sometimes I don't want to be better. And so before we jump into that topic, I just want to invite you guys to go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. You can pretty much find out everything about us there, how you can connect with us, about my book, Making Beauty with the Ashes, God, How God Saved My Marriage, and just a lot of other fun things about us. So heading back into today's episode, the topic, sometimes I don't want to be better. And so... What do I mean by that? What do you think I mean by that, Brian? What do you think? Are you talking about cooking or something else? (laughs) What do you think? I don't want to be better. Sometimes Um, I don't want to be better. That almost sounds like a victim role. Mm. And I don't even know. You haven't talked to me about what this is about. Nope. I told you like two minutes I can honestly say that. My thing would be is... I do. I know some people who sometimes you get the feeling that they're going through things and they're, they're going through things, but do they really want out of them? Right. Cause you know, it's just, well, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. So that's what I think it is. It's like yeah. just sometimes, you know, whether it's playing the victim role or, it's just they're comfortable in the mess they're in. I know that sounds weird and odd. No, it doesn't. But sometimes people they just they get comfortable in their situations full of drama or strife, mm-hmm. and they they would rather just stay there than to make a change. Right. Actually, you're right on all subjects. Ding ding ding. Except for the cooking part. That okay. I do want to get better. <laughs> you're a good cook. <laughs> so. But anyways, we were listening to a song and that's kind of where this topic came from as we were listening to this song by Skillet called Sometimes. And in the song, he says, sometimes I don't want to be better. And when I heard him say that, it took me back to a time that was super, super painful and just walking through a lot of really hard things. And for those of you who are new, um, I won't go into the full story because you can just go back and listen to past podcasts or you can get my book, Making Beauty with the Ashes, has everything in there. But living through, you know, all of the um, the infidelities and just the betrayals and the traumas for, you know, 12 plus years, all of this going on, um, I became accustomed to living in drama and as as crazy as that can sound i mean because like when you say i live i I was accustomed to living in trauma and drama it sounds crazy to me now and foreign to me now but in that time of my life that was normal like that actually became normal it was it wasn't normal when i was going through it but because it was so much i became accustomed to it and it became normal And then coming out of that, on the other side of it, there was a lot 
of things I was now faced with. Do I want to be a victim the rest of my life? Or I want to be a victor. Right. Those are two choices because Mm -hmm. you can't be a victim and a victor at the same time. Right. And in order to choose, I want to be a victor. That means you have to let go Mm -hmm. of being a victim. And there's a lot of times that I wouldn't say that I don't want to be better, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I didn't want to right? because I had become what had become to me and letting go of that was letting go of myself, who I had become, right? my identity through my circumstance. I had become my circumstance and letting go of that felt like I was losing myself. And so over and over and time and time again, instead of choosing to be free, I would choose to stay in the drama Mm -hmm. or stay in the mess. And this was all at this point in my mind because we had come out of this, but my mind was still stuck there. And I was faced with the fact, do you want to be better? And sometimes I would choose, I don't want to be better because I'll lose who I am. And I know that sounds crazy, but a lot of people I think choose that Mm -hmm. because they don't know any better Mm -hmm. or they don't know it can be better. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, I know it's when you look back at like all the drama that used to surround this. Yeah. I just don't understand. I don't understand how some people can get through with life. Well, first off, it's just, you know, having God on your side and having a relationship with him. Because when you have a relationship with God, not that you won't have drama because we still have drama sometimes. Oh yeah. Um, things from the past come up, which create drama, but you know how to deal with it. You know, like the tools they use to get through it. If you're really good, you'll just, you know, if you're really good and you allow God to do the work that he wants to do, then if there is drama, it's just, it's just, it's nipped and subsided really quick. It's just allowing God. It's like, you know, it's like, even with us, it's like, just being transparent, you know, we've had here lately, you know, some things from the past have come up. So, you know, it's caused some, I guess you could say rage, <laughs> some, you know, are some arguments, you know, and, you know, just the other day we said is during these times, let's stop and pray. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like when somebody's arguing with you that you love. And if you're just arguing with a stranger and they're like, I love you, you know, <laughs> it might be a little awkward. <laughs> But somebody that you love or your spouse and you're arguing with, it's it's hard to argue with that person if they look at you and they say, you know, I really love you. I'm sorry. You know, it just, it does. It just breaks them back. And a lot of times it just breaks that argument instantly. So, you know, even recently we've, we've come to the point where like, okay, if, if we get into any more arguments, we're just going to say, okay, let's stop and pray. So God gives us the tools to use. It's just whether we want to be an adult and use them. It basically pulls down to that. But he gives us all the tools we need to get through life drama-free. Yeah. Um, not that there won't be drama, but he gives you the tools to know how to deal with it in a godly way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's, I mean, just, you know, there's people that we know just don't have a spiritual, you know, life. They're just, you know, 
they're just the normal people don't mean they're bad people or anything you know there's good people out there you know that don't know god but when you have god it, you know you've got a lot on your side but you know there's just there are people that were that's we're surrounded by the half drama and we're just i don't know how they do it because anytime we feel just a little bit slight and it's like you do you know in your relationship with not only god but in your relationship with your spouse if there's distance or something's off a little bit you can pick up on it really quick and we're you know we're we've grown to be like that like if we know something's off with the other one and we don't waste time trying to figure it out we're like what's going on you know we don't want it to we don't want to grow into anything else especially if it's some type of drama we try to deal with it quickly not always in the best ways but you know yeah but, but we're trying yeah well um you know as i was thinking about that that part of the song where he see when he says sometimes i don't want to be better um you know i remember there was a time in my life where that was kind of like a thing for me because in order to be better i had to realize that i was choosing like what i was actually choosing mm -hmm. and you know if you go to the doctor for an infection mm -hmm. and he gives you a bottle of antibiotics right to take home right right he doesn't follow you home right <laughs> so when Better you're at... don't anyway that'd be weird <laughs> unless you're married to a doctor then <laughs> yeah that'd be okay i guess so but anyway um you have an infection you know the doctor has identified okay this infection is in your body this is the antidote, the remedy that you need in order to get rid of this infection. But you go home and you just decide you just don't want to take those pills because, I don't know, maybe you get a lot of attention when you're sick mm -hmm. or maybe people baby you or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you get some positive reinforcement or whatever. Right. You, get it, you, get, you get something out of it. People choose behaviors because they get something from it. Right. Kids act out because they get a response. Exactly. And so, um, it, and I'm not saying like, sometimes this is knowingly, but sometimes this is subconsciously, you don't even realize you're choosing something. Right. And so, um, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying is because for me, it was like, for me, it was subconscious because I desired so much to be better. I hated the way I felt inside and I still work through things. Like there's still things I'm like, okay, that's not quite right yet, mm -hmm. but I'm still working on that. And so I give myself grace there because I know that's an area that's still under construction. <laughs> right. And I mean, there's times when it's sad to say this, but you know, there's, there's like you said, like, you know, a lot of times kids act out because that's their way of getting attention, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's their parents or whether it's some, a lot of times it's a cry for help, Yeah. but you know, we want to heal and get past that point. Cause you know, I mean, I know adults that like, you know, every time you talk to them, they're, you know, you ask them if they're okay and they're, they're not okay. You know, and you ask them a month later if they're okay and they're not okay. And it's like, every time you talk to them, they're telling you about everything. It's not okay. And, you know, we want to work, you know, that's just where, just to work through that and, you know, get to the point. Cause I know like there was a point in time when I was almost kind of like, Hey, you know, we were 
I was broken, you were broken, our family was broken, and everybody was so worried about us. And it was almost like, you know, this is kind of nice. Everybody's worried. Everybody's asking about me. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, and you fall into that victim mentality where you feel like, um, you do, you almost start feeling good that everybody's worried about you and caring about you. Right. And then you get past that and you mature and then it's not fun. As like, for instance, you know, a week ago I had the stomach virus. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a fun time. It was like a two way street. You know, it was like, if you know, it just was not fun. It was like, you know, the worst, one of the worst nights I've had in years. Um, just sick, really super sick. And it came on a Sunday morning early. Of course, I missed church. Then I missed work on Monday. And uh, we was having a, an event at church that Monday, and I missed that too. I showed up Tuesday, and everybody was asking me how I was feeling. You know, that's great, you know, because they're concerned. They care about you. But it, it takes me back to the point in time whenever I almost fed off of that. And to be honest, with everybody asking me that, I was glad they did because they cared about me, I know. So I wouldn't ever want to say, don't don't ask about, you know. But it was almost like a little bit overwhelming, like, you know, they don't need to ask about me. I'm fine now. You know, they don't need to see how I'm doing or, you know, it, it was I wasn't feeding off of it. You know, I wasn't feeding off of it. like, oh, great. Another person asked me, you know, this is wonderful. You know, it was just it was almost, you know not embarrassing for me, but I was just like, you know, I was, I was fine. I was fine. If nobody asked me when I went there that night, how I was doing, because I knew I was better Mm -hmm. and I was back to normal. But there was a point in time in life where, you know, you almost, or I almost fed off of that people being concerned and always want to know how I was doing. Cause that's how I felt like people were attentive to me or people cared for me. So but, you know, like, you know, then it was more of a victim mentality. So, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a slippery slope there. Yeah. Well, like going back to that song, because that's really where I pulled this, <laughs> this topic from. Mm-hmm. So it says, sometimes I don't want to be better. Sometimes I can't be put back together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think that that whole mindset of not wanting to be better can be linked to because I don't think I can be better right? or I don't think I can be put back together. Right. And maybe the road, like even staying comfortable in a messy home, say like, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of you have seen the, the show hoarders and they live in these absolutely disgusting, overcrowded, mm-hmm. you know, just stuffed to the right. the ceiling homes full of junk and clothes and whatever. Right. They're treasures. Right. <laughs> so, but mm-hmm. almost all of them say they want to get rid of this, but they don't know where to start. Right. So they don't start right. anywhere. Right. And so sometimes I think that even in that statement, sometimes I don't want to be better is almost like a cry for help. Like, I don't know where to start. Right. I don't know if I can be better. You know, my heart is so shattered. I don't even know where all the pieces are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if God can put me back together. And so I just want to challenge you. If you're somebody who's listening to this and because for me, it took me realizing that, wait a minute, if I want to be better, I actually have to choose 
that right. over. I mean, because the, the, the thing that is crazy and insane to me, even though I chose that, is I was so tore up from the floor up in that season that I was no longer living in, mm. but I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. So I would just stay right? because I knew it. Like all of the feels, all of the emotions, everything was so familiar to me that even in that craziness, I would still stay put instead of coming out of it. And so, and so I understand why people can look at things and think, I don't know how to get out of this. So I'm just going to stay put. Not even realizing that, yes, the first step is hard. The second step is hard. Probably the fifth and the tenth and the fiftieth are, are are hard, but it will get easier. It inevitably will get easier, and the more distance you put between you and that thing, right. the better off you're going to be. Right. I mean, I don't believe that distance heals things mm-hmm. because you can literally. Say somebody has hurt you and you move a million miles away. And then five years later, you see that person again. All of a sudden, those emotions are boom. Those emotions you thought you had resolved by putting distance in there. Even if you don't see them. Yeah. It not mean you're going to be healed if you're five million miles away. No. It still means you're going to be healed. Trying to push forget or trying to push pause doesn't really fix anything. It just prolongs things. Right. So I say, and this is what I, guys, I still have to choose this, is Leisha's either going to deal with it now or she's going to deal with it later. And if something comes up and out, okay, time to deal with it. Let's deal with it. Let's yeah. deal with it now. Because that's, that's just what happens. You will have to deal with things in your life. Mm-hmm. And I was guilty of saying like, And for instance, okay, like I heard this speaker and she was sharing a story of how this woman came up. She, you know, she, she preaches, she's a woman pastor Mm -hmm. and this woman came up front during altar call and she was in a wheelchair. So this, this pastor assumed she wanted healing. So she started to pray for her for healing. And the woman said, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't want healed. I'll lose my disability check. And so she was choosing to stay in her disability because she was receiving something from it. Mm -hmm. And so like that statement, not everybody wants to get better. Right. And And I know, you know, I know a situation too that's similar to that and somewhat, you know, it's just, you know, there's two individuals, you know, and they're staying in their mess because of benefits. Yeah. You know, they don't want to get out of their mess because if they get out of their mess, they lose their benefits, which in turn to them is a financial thing. Mm-hmm. So they can either be out of their mess and be healed and move on, or they're, if they choose to stay in their mess for financial reasons. Yeah. So, you know, it does, it boils down to, do you really want out? You know, when somebody says, please pray for me, I want out of this situation or, you know, I want healed from this. Do you really want healed or do you really want out of that? Right. Because some of them, some people choose to stay in it for the absolute wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, 
that's sad and it's, but it's true. And I think a lot of people do that maybe even unknowingly is, and sometimes knowingly, like the story I told you about, she clearly knew (laughs) she did not want Jesus to heal her. She was okay in her disability because she was there. She was receiving something from it. But, you know, even if you receive some sort of disability from the government, it only keeps you right at that poverty level. Mm -hmm. You never really get into, you know, God's provision. Um, that he has for us because you just stay right at that, that poverty level. But I think for me, it really came down to a moment where I had to have that realization from the Holy spirit. Like if you want better, you have to choose. Mm -hmm. Yes. I want better. You have to choose. You will forgive. You have to choose you will move forward even if it hurts. And that was hard for me because I was thinking, okay, well, if I move forward, I, the pain needs to stay back. Right. And he's like, you got to move even while it still hurts. And I learned that you can keep moving forward while you're healing from hurt. You can keep moving forward while you're forgiving. You can keep moving forward, you know, while whatever it is that you feel like you have to do, whatever it is you feel like you have to shed, if it's those grave clothes, you can keep moving forward while you're peeling stuff off, Mm -hmm. while you're healing. You know, it's never, I don't want to say it's never because some people do have that immediate, but more so than not, you get healed, set free, delivered, whatever, while you're in motion, right? while you're moving towards a goal. And the whole time you're just building a relationship with God, you're getting to know him better. You're getting to know his character. You're, get, you're, you're learning to hear his voice. That whole time you're moving forward, even while you're afraid, Joyce Myers, I think it may be Joyce Myers, but maybe it's not. It says, do it even while you're afraid. And that, that's the thing is even if you don't feel like you can tell yourself you can, you know, there's so many days where I'm like, I do not want to get on that treadmill. (laughs) And every time I choose, yes, I'm always glad I do. I'm always glad I do. I never regret it. Actually, the days that I don't, I do regret it. Right. So I just want to encourage you as we're ending this podcast that if you're somebody who maybe you're listening to this and you're like, you know, I think I'm choosing that I don't want to be better. I think that there's something in me that keeps choosing this option Mm -hmm. and I want a different option. Right. And that's the beautiful thing is, is that God always gives you a better option. Yeah. Even, you know, Right. Even if it's not the enemy tempting you with like, even if it's you, yourself, your free will choosing right. to stay put right. uh, <laughs> in, yep. your, in a muddy pit, yeah. you know, whatever it is, God mm-hmm. will offer you a better option when you're ready. Yeah. So I just want to encourage you. If you've been in that place, you can start anew today. Mm-hmm. You can say, you know what? Because everybody has that day. You always have a first day. You'll never have a, you know, a last day until right. you have a first day. So why not start today? Right. Choose that new thing. Choose to, to move forward, even if it hurts, mm-hmm. even if it's scary. 
whatever. Even if you're like, this feels, you know, drama feels familiar to me. Trauma feels familiar to me, but walking out of that feels so foreign, but I'm going to choose foreign right? because trauma and drama never did anything for me. Right. And so if that's you, I just want to encourage you, let this be your day to make a different choice because you are worth it and you, you can choose. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what life's all about. Yep. You can choose to be better. You can choose to be better and you can choose better. We just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Please like, share, rate, review. Until next time, we bless bless you. you.